Hey everyone, and welcome to the Above Board Podcast, where we explore the art of self-discovery, personal growth, money matters. We talk about all of it, but today we're going to dive into this concept that I'm calling healthy selfishness. Now, before you start thinking like, oh my gosh, what in the heck are we doing today? Um, I think this is a very misunderstood notion, but I think it's very important for our well-being. So stick with me. It's going to be a short one. But healthy selfishness, it involves prioritizing our own needs and well-being and happiness while still considering others. So that's a really important distinction between healthy selfishness versus just selfishness. It's not uh, about being self-absorbed. Instead, it's about self-care. So I think at its core, it's recognizing our worth. It's it's embracing our self-respect. It means acknowledging that our needs matter uh, and deserve attention as well, just like everyone's everyone else's needs do. I, I can't tell you how common it's been for me over the past 15 years or so in my career as my as my um, professional development and growth as a financial planner has taken off, where I'd say to myself, well, okay, gosh, John, you know, the only reason that you're here is because of all the things you've done. So you got you to gotta keep doing those things. And for example, for me, that's looked like stacking in more meetings or calls or requests um, for the sake of just being available. Now, I have prided myself my entire career on my availability and level of accessibility. However, I'm only one person. There's only so many hours in a day. And so up until recently, I kind of thought like I could just kind of, I could manage all of that stress of being so available all the time. Now, when I had 20 clients, that wasn't really a problem. I had the disposable time early on in my career um, where I wanted to make myself invaluable not only by the advice that I gave, but the speed at which I was able to deliver that advice. So for example, returning a call within minutes or up to an hour of of receiving a call. Now, if you're listening to this, you're probably having like one of two reactions at the moment. Number one, you're saying, great, okay, John, like get off your soapbox, no one feels bad for you, which is totally fine. No, No one really should feel bad for me, and I'm glad that you feel that way. Or maybe the second is, You're identifying with this problem in your career, in your personal life. And if that's the case, this podcast today is for you. Altruism is great. It's about being of service to others, but that has a consequence. And for me, that was personal boundaries. I had to unlearn how to view my work commitments um, because for so long, I just assumed if my calendar wasn't stacked wall to wall, that I was not busy enough. I would reply to emails at nights. I would take calls on weekends. I would get up at 5 a.m. and work. And anyone that's done that for a while knows the toll that that can take on you emotionally. In fact, recent studies have suggested that it takes about 45 minutes to disconnect from reading a work email. So for me, that looks like, you know, that quick reply that I thought, oh, this will just take a minute. You know, let's take 60 seconds. Let me reply real quick. And I'll get back to being with my family or my kids or whatever. That's now burning on your brain. You're distracted. You're not engaged with what's presently before you. You're engaged in the email that you just replied to. And it takes a time for your brain to shift and get back to what's presently before you. So what do you do? You want to be altruistic. You want to help people, but not at the sacrifice of your own boundaries. I think this is where healthy selfishness kind of comes into the fold. I don't want to preach on this podcast that I've learned this because I have not. I am learning more about how to balance my energy. And I think that's it. It's about balancing energy more than it is just balancing my time. I've had to learn how to say no. Um, Sometimes there's space between my calendar from one meeting to the next. Like there's literally a 20 to 30 minute spot in between 
meetings and the old version of myself would stack another commitment in there. Uh, the me that you're hearing from today on this podcast, the one that's learning and trying to grow, is realizing in that 20 to 30 minutes, um, I might eat a snack, I might type up the meeting notes, I might do some breath work in between uh, those meetings to reset myself, or just mindlessly scroll on Instagram. Yeah, I said it. I know you personal development gurus out there are going to come after me on this one. Um, sometimes my brain just needs a break. I, I don't know how else to say it. But I, I shared this whole idea and this journey with a friend of mine and trying to create more balance and just give myself a little bit more space for me time. She said, you better be careful. And I thought, okay, I get it. You know, I got to be careful. Like I'm going to disappoint people or she's going to tell me that I'm not going to get as much done in the short run. And yes, maybe all those things are true. Um, but the comment she actually made to me was the hardest person to say no to is going to be yourself. You see, if you're like me and you've spent your entire adult life being a yes person, turns out it's really hard to say no, especially to yourself. Hey there, you're awesome for tuning into the show. Do you want bite-sized daily doses of above board content delivered straight to your Amazon Alexa? Subscribe to Canterpath 365 and enjoy our daily brief featuring market updates, relevant financial news, and mini clips from yours truly on this podcast, as well as Rich and Matt. Visit canterpath365.com to sign up. I, I feel like I kind of grew up fast and I had a lot of responsibility at a young age. I was in this industry that I'm in now at the age of 21. So I was very accountable and very reliable to other people. They looked to me for advice and for help. And so, so many good things came from that. So nothing bad there, like not the least of which was what I learned uh, in my time as a professional, what I've learned as a business owner. There, there are things that you just simply can't understand by a textbook, but instead by living through them. So I think those are all great, but what I've most certainly am expecting right now in this new progress of learning is uh, I think there's going to be a fair amount of guilt along the way as I try to get better at saying no to myself. At the ripe old age of uh, 37, yes, I'm almost 37 as I record this podcast, I am uncovering this new area of growth for me. And here's my hope. I think contrary to probably <clears throat> what you thought when you read the title of this podcast, Healthy selfishness can strengthen our connections with others. Because again, it's not about ourselves. I think by taking care of ourselves, we can now show up as the best version of ourselves in our relationships, in our endeavors. We can be more energetic, more resilient in, to navigate life's challenges, and more connected and intentional in conversations with our relationships with others. So I think that, I guess for me, when we honor our own needs, we also send a very powerful message to others that we value ourselves enough to prioritize our own contentment, our own happiness. And that's really, really important. Setting those boundaries, it's an act of self-love, it's an act of self-respect, and it allows us to safeguard our own time and energy instead of being depleted by external demands. I think society very much dictates that we need to prioritize other things, other people, and how can we really do that if we've spent zero time prioritizing ourselves? So for me, this is going to look like a few things. Um, not rushing from email to meeting to task, back to meeting to call. I find myself having a much greater sense of peace so far uh, this year in 2024, um, knowing that I will get to those things in a professional and acceptable fashion. It's not like I'm going to ignore these things. I'm just going to 
to get to them and plan for them more instead of just feeling constantly rushed to go from thing to thing. And I can't tell you how much I, I used to hate a typical day where it felt like literally every minute of my day was scheduled down to even picking up my kids from school. And if one thing got delayed by even just 10 minutes, the rest of my day was ruined because I was now in emergency mode and trying to just play catch up. So my hope is that it'll help reduce my stress as I create a little more space to enjoy life rather than just responding and reacting and rinse and repeat. Um, I'm also meditating more, which I'm sure we'll do an, uh, talk more about that on another podcast with The Rich B. He loves meditation. He loves talking about that. And I think most of all, it's going to allow me to invest more time into my personal relationships. I love my kids. I love my responsibility as a father and a husband. And I'm excited to show up even more in, in that way as a result of, of, maybe of doing this exercise, what we're talking about today. So if you're listening to this, you're a client of mine or you're a friend of mine, do me a favor hold me accountable, reach out to me, ask me how it's going. Um, I'd also love to talk with you about how you're prioritizing your own self-care as well, because when we do these things for ourselves, we can show up for others. I think your compassion for others will flourish when you have uh, a place of abundance instead of depletion and being tired. So when we take those moments to recharge our own batteries and give ourselves a little bit of self-care and self-love, we get to show up authentically to everyone else around us. I care so much about my community, or as Tim Ferriss would call it, um, your tribe of mentors. Uh, I, I have a great family. I have great work colleagues. I have clients that I consider friends, and I have some of the best friends in the world, and I'm ready to show up for them in 2024 by showing up for myself first. So healthy selfishness is not just a concept. I believe it to be a mindset shift that can empower us to live more authentically and true to ourselves. Thanks for sticking with me today on the Above Board Podcast. We love these conversations. This stuff is so fun for us to be able to jump from a money topic to a personal development topic. We're looking forward to seeing you next Wednesday as always. So until next week, we hope you have a great day. See ya.